Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Hope everyone had a great day today. Market certainly had a good day today. Good to see this happen. Look at these internals. Uh, NASDAQ, 86% up volume day. NYSE, 79% up volume day on top of the 76% up volume day it had on Friday. This is very good to see because this is really an area that's been, that's been hurting us very badly in the market. It's been the internals. Um, we've, had, we've had three concerns over the last uh, several weeks here, and they've been any possibility of, of Fed tapering. Of course, this week is Jackson Hole meeting um, with uh, Jay Powell, the money printing rock star, uh, speaking on Friday. Anytime he talks, you've got to be, you, you've got just, have, history tells us to be on the alert. Uh, because when he opens his mouth and goes off script, bad things tend to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, he has improved a little bit. Uh, and at this point, folks, we can remove one or three concerns. There will be, take this to the bank, there will be no talk of tapering this uh, at, at Friday's uh, presser with Jay Powell. It'll be the same rhetoric. We're watching market action. We're watching how the economy uh, 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 handles the Delta variant. And then, you know, whatever follows after that, the Rosie O'Donnell variant, and then there'll be the, uh, 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 what other goofy name can I come up with? Because it's just, it's going to be one after another. They've got to find a way to get into next year so they can keep these, uh, these mail-in ballots, this fraud going to try to rig the election as much as possible for Democrats. It's going to be very hard to do right now uh, with this guy in the White House right now. But uh, anyway, the taper, the talk of tapering is, I think, out the window as a concern for investors. Um, that's good. The other concern has been the internals. Again, we've had three months of, of, of bad to horrible market internals. As we wrote this morning, it's frankly a bit of a miracle that we didn't have a 10% correction. The internals have been that awful. Yes, you can say part of that has to do with SPACs. Uh, because the SPACs, again, they count three times, not one. They've got the unit, the common, and the warrant. So when they have bad days, and they've had a lot of bad days uh, because they were so overpriced, uh, just most of these companies should never have gone public, certainly not at the valuations they did. And so when they have a bad day, and they've just been, you know, they've, it's looked like the Chinese stock market for, for these SPACs. They've been, every day is a down day. Uh, that's really affected the internals. So we've, we've taken that with a bit of a grain of salt. But it's good to see the internals bounce back like they did Friday, like they've done today. We want to make sure it's not a head fake. We've had some of those. And then the final concern we've had has been seasonality. Again, we're right. This is not a good time historically to be in the markets. It's just not. Uh, this is when bad things tend to happen. And uh, But uh, you know, no one knows. No one can forecast that future. Th- these are like many black swan events that tend to take place. But that's why we look at the internals. That's why... Up, down, volume, advanced decline, and new 52 highs, lows matter so much. It's why we look at our VRA momentum oscillators to see how are we looking on the broad market. Are we overbought? Are we oversold? Because you reach extreme overbought or heavily overbought. You know what? Any bad news is going to get amplified to the downside. We're not overbought now, right? We've had the pullback. Small caps, by the way, pull back exact, just exactly, a little bit below, but almost exactly to the 200-day moving average, and it's just Boom, rocket ship off of that. That's what we want to see do. We want to see the small caps. And a lot of these stocks have been so beaten up because remember, the average stock 
is down over 15, almost 16% from its highs. So that seems weird, right? Because here we have the market sitting all time after all time high, but the average stock has been getting hit and hit hard. We've had this internal correction. So again, it's good to see the small caps lead. They did lead today as a leading index today. Let's start there. Uh, Dow Jones today, off its highs, but still up as solid, 215 points at 35,335. Uh, our, um, let's see, uh, again, our, our winner today, Russell 2000, up 1.8%. Very good to see that. Uh, right behind that was NASDAQ. Again, you absolutely want to see this. A, a big 1.55% today, up 227 points. Pretty much at the highs. All-time high, by the way, for NASDAQ at 14,942. All-time high for S&P 500 as well, up 37 points today. Also, which Tyler reminded me, we had all-time highs today in healthcare. And um, all-time highs in... Oh, in the tech ETF as well, which makes sense because NASDAQ hit an all-time high. And we love the fact today that semis today were up 2.8%. Uh, that's really good. Again, semis lead NASDAQ. NASDAQ leads the broad market. And again, the internals were fantastic. 79% uh, of volume today in YSE. 86% of volume today NASDAQ. And then as far as advanced decline, solid beats here. Better than 2 to 1 NYSE. NASDAQ was three to better than 3 to 1 positive uh, for uh, for uh, advanced decline. And for new 52 highs and lows, look, this is not great, but it's better than it has been. At least we've got positives, right? We had about, uh, what is it, about 255 new stocks hitting new 52-week highs. They're right at about, excuse me, yeah, about 180 hitting new 52-week lows. So we'll take that. It's trifecta across the board positives. Uh, that's very good to see. A little more like this, and the VR investing system will go back to 10 out of 12 screens bullish. We have been into 9 and 12 screens for a bit here uh, while this uncertainty has been on us. Uh, I want to talk just for a second about something else that's taking place here with um, coronavirus insanity because obviously today Pfizer got, we'll call it a limited full uh, <laughs> approval by the FDA. It's not really a full approval. I mean, they've not gone through medical test. Uh, so they've not gone through a multi-year uh, uh, approval process, which is what they do, uh, they're supposed to do with, uh, with the FDA-approved drugs. But again, it was a positive day. Everybody's talking about it. Get ready, folks. Get ready, because here, here now we're really going to see who the Nazis are. Now we're really going to see the fascists are. You know, it's interesting. For years, for all four years, really before Trump got elected, the left called him a Nazi fascist, a fascist Nazi. It just like, and we always like, you know, if you're a moderate like I am, I lean right, but I'm a lifetime independent. You go, what, what exactly? What are you talking about? Where, where, where is that coming from? This guy happens to love America, and uh, is putting America first. So what about that makes him a fascist Nazi? Never really connected, right? Well, folks, guess what? <laughs> We're seeing it now. The exact same people that called Trump a fascist Nazi, those same people now are big time in favor of forced vaccinations, passports, segregation of people. If you've not been vaccinated, you can't go here, you can't go there, you can't. And remember, folks, 75% of all uh, uh, black Americans have not been vaccinated. This is racism. This is That's the other charge, right? If you were a Trump supporter or if you were Trump or any, if you're a Republican, you were a fat, you were a racist. You were a fascist, racist, Nazi brown shirt. Folks, this is exactly what the left is now. And if, it, if, they, if they just had the ability 
to understand the irony, they would hold their totalitarian heads, heads, collective heads, in shame. But they don't. They can't see that. They've got a block on that. It's a real blind spot. Uh, so they won't. But you know what? Might not be a bad time to remind some of them, when you get the chance, what a real brown shirt looks like. What a real fascist Nazi looks like. Because that's what they are now. It is, a, it is really remarkable to see this happen. But it's always projection with the left, isn't it? Isn't that what we've learned? It's always projection. If they call you something, they are that something. Boy, that's, uh, that's just out of, right out of their playbook, Rules for Radicals. So um, it's dirty. It's dirty, but I guess that's how you play if you want to win. And they certainly uh, have done that to at least some degree. But, uh, folks, all we do, we've always said from day one, it's, it's, it's incredibly and exactly a personal choice. If you want to get a vaccine, I, I applaud you. Go go do it. If you want everybody in your family, fine. That's great. Do it. Personal choice, right? My body, my choice. Do that. It's when you cross that line and start telling me what I should do with my body, okay? Where's that argument gone, right? My body, my choice with women and the fake feminist, right? Um, but they, they, they are crossing that line. And so this is what we have to be on alert for. You see what's happening in Australia. Just complete uh, uh, thuggery. You know, it's just Gestapo thuggery that's taking place in Australia. You know, they, they, they care so much about your health that they have to beat you. And uh, they have to uh, shoot you with, they care so much about your health, they have to shoot you with rubber bullets. Uh, they care so much about your health, they have to take a baton and beat you. The, the videos are just unbelievable. So the, the reason I bring this up today is that for the folks that sit back here and think it, it can't happen here or it won't happen here, the people in Australia said exactly the same thing. That's why they gave up their Second Amendment, because they believed it could never happen to them. Their government would never get that out of control. Folks, that's why America will never, can never, will, will just simply won't happen. Our, our right to bear arms is here to stay. That's our freedom. That's our guarantee of freedom. Because you never really need the weapons, not, honestly, not to protect yourself in most cases, against a, a burglar or someone. Sure, it's needed, it's used. You really needed to protect yourself against the government that has all the power in the world and is not afraid to use it, folks. And that's what we're talking about here. That's why we'll always have our Second Amendment. Look at countries that have given it up. Australia, UK, boy, in New Zealand. Look, look, look where they are now, right? They are com on complete control by their government because the people have no power. Um, okay, let's move on here. It, again, it was a great day all around. The sector wash today, you know, it was, we actually had four sectors finish lower, not by much really. Utilities were down 1.3%. They've been on a hell of a run though. I think they had all-time highs every day last week. Energy today was our leader. Uh, good to see energy up, uh, stocks up 3.7% uh, today. They've been extremely battered down. I think they've been down for seven straight days. I know oil had been. But the average energy stock is down thir over 30% from its highs of just a couple months ago. Uh, so some great value there. Consumer discretionary also up 1.3%. Communication services, which is tech, up 1.27, as was tech, up 1.27. They broke those out not too long ago. Um, and our uh, commodity watch today, again, this is really good to see. Again, a group got so oversold, fears of the Delta variant. It just, if we've had a repeating pattern, folks, that you should pay attention to, is that every time we have a sell-off in the market due to anything tied to coronavirus, that is always a buying opportunity. That is a repeating pattern. We do not see changing at all. 
Look for those sell-offs. Use them as a buying opportunity. And uh, that's certainly what uh, we think is happening here as well with commodities. Good to see them bounce back today. Gold today, up $23 an ounce, up uh, a big 1.3% at $18.07. Silver was up even bigger, 2.2% at $23.64 an ounce. Copper up 2% as well at $4.22 a pound. Oil today, again, big day here, up 5.3%. Of 3.33 a barrel at 65.43. Again, energy stocks zooming today. Uh, Bitcoin, we think that continues. By the way, um, you know the left has got to get. They've got to have oil past 100 to make uh, these uh, climate change alternative fuels work. Otherwise, they just don't work. Um, finally, today, Bitcoin. Uh, it's really been a beast here. Up 8.53 at 49,257. Uh, you know the the move higher started. When the insiders there knew what was happening in Afghanistan, we're talking about the, the, the elite insiders, right? The bankers, the, the money men started moving money into Bitcoin. That started to move higher. And, of course, now you have a lot of speculation about Taiwan. Are they next? Uh, because Joe Biden, we know what he's going to do. Sit back and watch and blame others. That's a perfect environment for China to, uh, to do what they've done to Hong Kong, which is essentially take it completely as their own, as speaking of Taiwan. But if that's going to happen, Bitcoin, so, I think Bitcoin breaks 100,000. Bitcoin breaks, I'll put it on record now. If, if China actually takes Taiwan and makes it their own, Bitcoin breaks 100,000 and we'll see it start. That move may be underway now. Something to keep a very, very close eye on here, folks. As, uh, as Chinese stocks continue to go lower, although they did bounce today. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Always appreciate you joining us. Come join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.